to a wonderful Mother's Day. Uh, neither Christina nor I are mothers. You're not a mother? That we know of. <laughs> uh, so we're here to give you some good podcasting fun and talking and, and just chatting around. Uh, I am the host today, Sean, and with me is Christina. Sean, did you know that Shakespeare actually put a curse on his tomb so that way it'll like keep grave robbers away? It like curses grave robbers? Yeah. Shakespeare! Yeah! Um, Cursing grave robbers! You know, sometimes you just gotta. Sometimes you gotta. How are you doing, Christina? I'm doing great, Sean. <laughs> Currently being caressed by a loving stormtrooper. Yeah, you've, you've, you've made friends here today. Uh, you know. I don't know if it's good friends, but you've made friends. <laughs> well, he might shoot me in the back, but it's fine. <laughs> fair, fair. Uh, well, yeah, we've had a different kind of week here scheduling. Your work schedule was a little different, so we didn't have as many streams this week. We had as many uh, technology hiccups last week as I feel like were humanly possible. Oh, God, yeah. Short of just everything exploding and catching fire. Uh, yeah, at that point I would have been like, Sean, we're cursed, we can't. Did we Did we get William Shakespeare's curse? Is uh, that what happened? Did you try to ram him off his grave? Uh, <laughs> I don't know anything about that. Uh, um, <laughs> to be or not to be, that is the question. Um, <laughs> to, 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 to rob or not to rob. <laughs> As always with our podcast, when we're doing it live here on Twitch... Uh, feel free to put any comments, questions, anything you want us to talk about, or just Come say... Come insult Sean's beard, it's fine. Why the beard? <laughs> There's so many other things on my face that are perfect for insulting. Why the one thing that is at least decent, even if it's patchy and sometimes weird, it's at least decent? You've got these ears and these eyes to make fun of. God. Okay. I actually like your beard, and I knew you'd be fine with anything else being insulted because you don't like yourself all that much. <laughs> Self-esteem. <laughs> we don't got it. Uh, yeah. We had a, had a fun week overall, uh, getting things organized. We started Last of Us last night, so that was, that was fun. If you uh, haven't checked it out, we've uploaded the first part of our stream on YouTube. It's true. First one has gone up today. I got that up quickly. I've been watch as Sean reacts as uh, a character dies in the first ten minutes. That's true. I did react pretty quickly. The uh, technology has been that, and my uploads have been quite a bit slower. I've had to go back to. I, I try to upload sometimes as sometimes days in advance if I can, and then get it scheduled to come out and things like that. And it was canceling things. I was just having issues. So this week was a little rocky sometimes with both up uploading schedule and just times. It was it was a rocky it was a rocky time. But you no, know, I think we're through it and uh, we're 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 pushing onward. Uh, we're not gonna rob any more graves and get more curses. That's fair. I mean, I can't promise you that, but uh, we'll we'll try I mean, our best. I mean, we gotta get money somehow, but let's try. Uh, we'll try <laughs> our best. We'll try our best. Uh, but yeah, uh, in this tumultuous week that we've had. Uh, what have you been watching, Christina? What have you been, been putting your eyeballs on? Um, okay, so I started like the first episode of so many shows earlier this week because I was like, I need something new to watch, but nothing was satisfying me. Um, so let's see, what I actually continued with beyond the first episode, uh, Never Have I Ever, which is slow going mm -hmm. because like sometimes it just loses hold on me and I'm like, I can't. Um, I see that ad, I think, every time I log into Netflix, every time I, it comes up. It was on my social media. Someone put it on there because there's a gay character, and I was like, hmm, okay. Um, 
shot. Again, if you're trying to lure Christina into a trap, you know, like you want like a cage to drop on her, you just put something gay and she's like, Put in a lesbian and I'm gonna at least give it a shot. I may not be able to stick it with it very far, but I will give it a shot if it's got a lesbian in it. That's so, why I started watching Motherland Fort Salem, which I talked about last week, which, okay, gonna talk about that again real quick because everyone on my social media is all over the main, like, uh, lesbian couple in it, and I don't get it because one of them is literally a terrorist who caused people to kill themselves. <laughs> like, why would you ship that? With this girl who's just trying her best, and sure she's got problems, but she's trying her best. Why would you want them together? Granted, I'm only, only like five episodes in, but still, like I don't. They they like they're putting like gifts in the first like three episodes, and they're like, oh look at how cute they're. And I'm like, she's evil. She's making other people kill themselves. Why do you ship this? Well, it's um, toxic. What I know about shipping consistently and the internet. Um, they'll ship anything, That's especially, fair. you know, following the Star Wars fandom, I mean, anybody gets shipped, you know, That's fair. and anyone loving you fall, you know, you fall in love with a character. I mean, I think too often we assume that if you like a villain character that you're, you know, or wanting a villain character or rooting for a villain character in, in certain aspects that you're a bad person no. on it. Uh, it's okay to enjoy it. It's a problem when you idolize it. Oh, yeah. No, That's no, I, I, I get that. But, like, everyone's yeah. like, oh, they're so cute and they're so wonderful. And I'm like, okay, I don't see that at all. Like, sure, do I enjoy the scenes of them kissing and being all lovey-dovey? Yes. But also this character is probably going <laughs> do to... Do I like it? Yes. Am I okay with my liking it? No. <laughs> Leave me alone. Listen. Okay, I get it, like, they have some cute scenes, but, like, at the same time, she's evil, and she's trying to, the only reason she's in this relationship is so that way she can convince the other girl to become, to join their terrorist group who are forcing people, again, to kill themselves, because they're witches and they have that power. They literally, like, go inside your mind. You watch a lot of witch shows. I, I like magic. I like witches. What can I say? <laughs> Spooky bitch. Yeah, <laughs> anyway, so that, I haven't watched anything new since last week about with that show, at least. But that was just, like, my rant. I just need to go. You know, that's what this place is for, you know, to randomly rant and, and say things. People uh, who haven't watched the show are just like, damn. I know you put a question out on Twitter, uh, your, your, your own personal Twitter, uh, yeah. about uh, what should I watch next. I didn't so. watch... I tried the first episode of a couple things, but then I was like, I just don't have the focus for this right now, so I'll try again later. So you didn't take my suggestion and started X-Files immediately? No, you were like two days late. <laughs> I suggested it before you even put that tweet out. Oh, I did it That's true. Monday. I forgot. I forgot. Miss, um, I love aliens so much, but I have never watched the X-Files. Yeah, I know. I'm You're going to get lost. I'm it's going to be hilarious. I don't have the focus for it. I don't have the brain power. The only, I tried so many things. And I was like, okay, so I need a comedy, obviously. So then I tried Never Have I Ever. And I got a couple episodes in, but even still, it's too much for my focus sometimes. So what I started is that 70s show, which I've seen, like, bits and pieces of. But I was like, I just need something to, like, occupy my brain a little bit, but not fully. And then I'll be fine. Fair. So uh, that's, that's you, what I'm do watching. Do you, when you're watching a show, do you multitask at all? Um, if things? it's not a series show, if it's a series show, I have to be able to focus all, most of my attention, if not all of it onto the show, otherwise I will get completely lost. See, for me, on a lot of, like, even in serious shows, I'll have something else, maybe, even comedy or serious, it doesn't matter if I'll have something else I can focus better on the show, instead of being, like, distracted by whatever's on there. If I'm doing something else, like, if I'm playing a game, whether it's something on the Switch or, you know, 
some handheld game or something like that. I'm not not just scrolling through things or reading things. I'm playing the game while focusing. So I got there, but big like, things happen while I'm not looking at the screen, and then I get confused easily. I get confused easily, so that's my problem. But like otherwise. I love being able to multitask when watching a show, so I tend to go gravitate more towards comedies to watch. That's fair. Um, and less things that I need to actually focus on, so that way I can just like play Sudoku or like uh, read a book or just do something random while I watch the show. Who uh, who still plays Sudoku? I remember when that was big, but me. <laughs> <laughs> I had like four or five Sudoku books and then through and things like that. I have a lot of Sudoku books in my room. Um, I'm bad at it. I grabbed my glasses like a month ago, right? And so I was like, I got so mad because I have a Sudoku up on my phone and I couldn't zoom in, so I couldn't see what I was doing. So I went to the store and I got a big print Sudoku book, like a large print, so that way I could read it. And I felt like such an old lady, yeah. You're going to be an old lesbian quick. (laughs) I'm already partway there. You know. You haven't even hit 20, Christina. You're not. <laughs> you can't say I, I that yet. I got an old soul. Leave me alone. <laughs> Bless oh, this mess so. is a good one. Kind of a, a Green Acres remake, says uh, Red1977. Okay. <laughs> My mom is suggesting shows. Okay. Yeah. Bless this mess. All right. I had to read that two or three times because I was like, is she blessing Christina? Because Christina's a mess. <laughs> no, I don't know. That's what you meant to have I mean, good for blessing you, Christina. You said again. bless this mess, and I was like, oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that happens when you sneeze. Ah, oh, bless this mess. <laughs> I was like, I'm being called uh, a mess, but at least I'm being blessed. Uh, anything else you're trying to, to watch? Um, just the same things that I was watching last time. How I Met Your Mother, the originals, Mother Love, Void Salem. Uh, uh, your, your mother has commented again and says, Dad says you watch that 70s show because Dad is like Red Foreman. <laughs> oh, that's valid. My dad is kind of like Red Foreman, but nicer. <laughs> he, he's still kind of got the same energy, but he's nicer. Actually, wait, no, wait, wait. Red's not nice to Eric, but he's nice to his daughter. Okay, you know what? It's accurate now. No, <laughs> mind. I had to think it through. We're accurate. Uh... <laughs> I haven't had to watch a whole, I've been watching a whole lot with, what with technology issues and trying to, uh, whole hell, uh, you know, homeschool my daughter this week, which was a whole different hell that I did not expect this week, but we got through it. We got through it. Uh, blessed to all teachers because I can't do it for a day without wanting to murder people and just be like, <laughs> and most of myself, you're like, nope, nope, I am not cut out to do this. So blessed to all teachers. Yes. You you deserve pats on backs for putting up with just everything. Uh, I put up with my own flesh and blood trying <laughs> to do uh, uh, schoolwork. So yeah. Uh, so I didn't get to watch a whole lot, but I'm, I've been working through. I think I mentioned this last week, but I've been I've been watching through the anime Hunter Hunter, uh, and this is the second time I've watched this movie. One uh, uh, I. Uh, uh, the first four seasons are on Netflix, uh, all uh, English sub or English dubbed, so okay, you know, cool. all in English. And there, so uh, and the, the 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 dub is really good, actually. A lot of dubs, older ones are not good and things like that. But this this came out in two thousand eleven was when this one came out. It's an it is an older manga that was adapted, but it's 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 a show that knows all the tropes, knows all the anime tropes, and it knows it's going to hit the anime tropes. But it, a lot of times it subverts the expectation. Uh, and it does a lot of the things with powerful people, people with hidden powers and things like that, but they have to do it in 
uh, weird ways. Uh, like, I just watched an episode where they had to do an epic dodgeball match, basically. And it is really good. Alright. Uh, uh, your, uh, your partner says I'm a weeb, so, you know. Oh. Yeah, we knew that. That's fair. But yeah, I'm yeah. watching that, and I just Sean's got. a nerd. I, I just got to the uh, the part the, the the part of the show where the show is most of the first season are, is mostly lighthearted. There's a lot of darker tones below the surface that you see, and you occasionally get glimpses. You're like, oh, that's dark, and things like that. Then you start season five, which isn't on any streaming platforms. I I, I it's on Crunchyroll is where I'm watching it uh, uh, on it, but. Uh, uh, it gets dark fast. <laughs> uh, it, it has the trope I was telling Christina today. The you know the you open up the season or you open up the show and you see children. You uh, a couple of children or something like that. You're like ah, they're going to be really important. They're going to be super important. People are going to have to save them or do something in this season. They're going to be important to it, and they die. <laughs> and it goes dark. Fast. I love that. That is okay. Just the idea of just subverting it, like, oh, they're gonna be important. Death. Yeah, uh, and the does the show does that a lot. So like, I I'm a big fan of, of Hunter Hunter. The uh, the uh, person who made the uh, the original manga also made one of my absolute favorite animes of all time, Yu Yu Hakusho. Uh, so uh, it's always easy to sit down and watch. So uh, yeah, that's what I've been watching. Uh, recently, I'm trying to, you know, in this this quarantine time, I'm kind of like, you know, I'm, I'm going to try to go through some of my anime that I haven't watched or need to watch or rewatch, because, you know, there's always time for anime. <laughs> um, Fair enough. But yeah, it, uh, uh, that's been basically my watching things. Uh, I yeah. still haven't fully caught up on Clone Wars. I knew I was going to try to do that. Uh, oh, I was going to start I'm that. Like, I did not. I'm like, I've gotten the first couple of episodes in, which... They're not bad episodes, they're actually pretty good, but they're really cliched, and they're also like, kind of like, you're like, ah, you know, like, especially when you're intro into, like, the new final season that they, like, advertise heavily and they bring into it, and you're like, I really wanted, you know, them to just, like, get right into, into the action, but it takes a while. I, I know they get into it, I know the ending, I know how it ends, so it's like, I'm not, you know. Does Anakin kill everybody? We do go through Revenge of the Sith, yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Grandma Ted says hi, so. Hi, Grandma Ted! Uh, we got we got some Grandma Ted in here, uh, but yeah, I'm gonna probably be catching up on those sort of things. Uh, but yeah, that's what I'm watching. Bye. Pretty excited stuff. Exciting. Exciting stuff. <laughs> uh, but you Christine, any, oh, you you playing any new video games or something? Uh, I know, like but I, I I finished Final Fantasy VII uh, okay. this week, so you know. Uh, Check out our playthrough that on the YouTube channel. You can see me meet the fictional love of my life. Uh, and it, it'll be a while. We just met her today, so that that video won't be uploaded. Yeah, that'll be a while. But Christina literally, I think, had a heart attack today while out there. She likes paused for a second and clutched her heart. <laughs> okay, listen, it was a cute scene, and I couldn't deal with it. Okay. Christina can't deal with cute videos. I videos. can't listen. I can't deal with people being cute, period. My partner was so cute shit, and I just have to pause, and I'm like, okay, I'll answer this in a second. I just can't right now. Like, I just gotta pause. <laughs> you know what? Cute. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's kind of what I've been playing through, obviously. We did Last of Us started last night, and that's my first real watching from beginning to end, and not just kind of chunks of it, so that's gonna be fun to go through. But, uh, not really. You still keeping up with Animal Crossing? I am, yeah. Uh... I missed a day, but like, doesn't really do anything except for it, yeah. it diminished my streak on the Nook thing. 
Oh my goodness. Oh yeah, how dare I? My Nook Miles streak. Your Nook Miles streak. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, there's not a whole lot of new games that I'm really like looking forward to immediately. Uh, obviously, you know, we're going to be getting some big stuff as the summer goes on. Yeah. So I'm, I'm looking probably... forward to one big game in June oh, yeah, 19th. Yeah. That is all I care Last about. Last of Us 2. Yes, yes I've been waiting for this uh, for years. I, I'm sitting here waiting. Obviously, I'm going to play when Cyberpunk... Uh, comes out later this year. I think that came out last year. No. no. It was supposed to come out a long time ago and it's been delayed. And the delayed Keanu Reeves game, delayed. right? Yeah. Yes. It was announced last year. Okay. Or they revealed Keanu Reeves in it. That was the big thing was he was revealed okay. into it. Yeah. But yeah, Keanu Reeves is in the game. It's not really, you know, it's not the, the Keanu Reeves game, but that has been announced for a long time. That game's going to be amazing. If Keanu Reeves is in something, I now notice uh, the Keanu Reeves thing. There's like a rom-com or something where Keanu Reeves is in. You liked it, but I can't remember the name uh, of it. Always Be My Baby. Yeah, I haven't watched it yet, but I just, I've seen like the gifts of it. And so now for me, it's just the Keanu Reeves rom-com, even though I know it's not a big part of it. Uh, it it's... <laughs> I would say check out Always Be My Baby. It's it's nothing breakthrough. It's nothing amazing. I but mean, it's a rom-com. It's still it's a fun little rom I know, but like it, it, you know, it, but still, it's fun. Like it's yeah. good. It's, I just we uh, know me. I just like to enjoy things. Nothing has to be good to be good. It's got a opinion. good romance. Like okay. it, it does the will they won't they for an entire you know their entire lives until they do better than a lot of other things. You know uh, that when they fight, they you know you actually are like okay. You guys are wrong, and I don't yeah, like it, but I also, the fights feel real, like, but in a, like, not like a, a I'm gonna be triggered sort of way. Oh, okay. So, like, it, it's pretty good. Uh, Keanu Reeves, as himself, is fantastic. Uh, as, uh, your partner says, Keanu Reeves is immortal, so. Oh, that's valid as hell. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> so, okay, so I put, uh, gonna sidetrack for a second. I put up on my Snapchat story a picture of the Stormtrooper behind me, and I was like, yeah, we're streaming live. And Mason commented and said, this is not the lesbian we are looking for. Move along. So, fantastic. I'm pretty sure you are the lesbian um, we are looking yeah, for. Yeah, I'm the lesbian everyone is looking for. Excuse me. I'm the ultimate lesbian. So, so Christina open, uh, comes in today. Uh, first time I see her, she goes, I have a story to tell. For the and then she goes, I'm not going to tell it to you now. So, <laughs> yes. waiting with anticipation, we've got story time with one Christina Gay Taylor. Okay, so... I'm in the car with my mom. We went grocery shopping today, so we're on the way home. And she just, like, all of a sudden, I went, we're just listening to the music, just chilling. And all of a sudden, she goes, so, I finally figured it out. And I was like, oh, okay, what did, what did you figure out? And she goes, I figured out your trigger as to why you're gay. And I was like, um, please tell. <laughs> so here is the story of why I am gay, according to my mother. Is it cereal? No. Damn. Destiny is wrong. Uh, okay, so I was born in November, and um, December 15th, according to my mom, was her church's, like, annual Christmas pageant, you know? And so they needed a baby Jesus, and the only babies born that year were me, a tiny little preemie baby, or this, like, um, reg uh, baby who was born, like, six months before and was big, and they didn't want him to be baby Jesus. So they're You're like, too big to be Jesus! <laughs> yeah, apparently that, that was the case. Um, so they were like, the pastor was like, either we get your kid to my mom, he was like, either we get your kid... Or if you don't want that, we'll just use a baby doll, but we can't use that kid. He's, he's too that big. That kid. Yeah, he's too big. And I guess maybe he'd move around or something. I was like, I'm not old. I'm just going to sit there. Um, so 
I was baby Jesus and it was a big deal in the church to have an actual baby playing baby Jesus. But my mom says that is why I'm gay because I'm playing a dude because <laughs> Jesus is a dude. And which also makes me, by the way, lesbian Jesus. <laughs> so that is why I'm gay according to my mother. <laughs> Because I played Baby Jesus in a Christmas pageant hmm. when I was a month old. That is definitely a um, thought. <laughs> you know? I, I am lesbian Jesus. Let's just go along with it. Well, just embrace it. Just embrace <laughs> it. Just, just embrace it. Don't question it. I thought you were lesbian Bonnie and Clyde. I mean, I'm that too. <laughs> lesbian Robin Hood. <laughs> and that. Uh, got any other trust that we need a lesbian of? I'm that as well. Anything. Anything and everything. A lesbian shapeshifter. I'm whatever you need me to be. I mean, if they ever do, which they're going to because Disney's going to do one, but another Robin Hood movie. If I I do not want to see another Robin Hood movie unless there's something actually unique about it, like mm -hmm. it being a lesbian Robin Hood. I mean, set in like a cyberpunk dystopian future. I would be so down for that. You can still rob from the rich in a cyberpunk dystopian future. I mean, a lot of times though, they're not robbing money, so what's going to be the currency in this this movie scenario? Um, I don't know. Do we want me to figure this out? Is okay. this Mad Max where it's water or oil or... Um... Rations? Food? I don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cyberpunk dystopian future. The rich are hoarding the food. People are dying on the streets from hunger. So in comes the lesbian Robin Hood to give food back to the people and redistribute the wealth. Rob from the rich, give to the poor. Lesbian Robin Hood. You hear that, Hollywood? <laughs> Hit me up. <laughs> I can't, I'll write your next big movie. Hit me up, director. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Will that be better than uh, Disney's inevitable live-action animal Robin Hood? Oh, for sure. That thing's gonna give me nightmares. I already know. <laughs> and it's gonna be like cats, Is but not much cats? worse. <laughs> <laughs> Are people going to be demanding the butthole cut of that version? Oh god, I hope not. <laughs> That is the funniest trend for a while of cats. I don't even know what you're talking about, but I don't really okay. want to ask. I'm afraid. So, you know how all the nerdy, weird dudes that uh, uh, want the Snyder Cut okay. for Batman uh, for uh, Justice League? Okay. They're demanding the Snyder Cut. I don't remember who started the joke, but somebody then tweeted out and said, Snyder Cut, I don't want the Snyder Cut. I want the butthole cut of cats. Why have the buttholes been edited out of the cats? My cats are always showing me their butthole. Alright. And then somebody randomly, like, somebody from uh, either the production team or whatever tweeted was like, the cut is real, you know? And so, like, it just, like, it spiraled out with that. I forgot I put a stormtrooper behind me and I looked off to the side and I saw him out of the corner of my eye and I was like, what the f***? Yes, Christina. <laughs> I just forgot. It's not that I'm oblivious. I just forgot that I put him behind me and then I was like, That's am fair. I about to fight Well, somebody? I mean, if you tried to flirt with her, you'd, with you, you'd, be, you'd be oblivious. I mean, probably, but also his hand's already up to caress me, so if he starts trying to flirt, I'm just punching him directly. Like, that would freak me out because this is a toy. <laughs> I thought it was a demon toy. Like, demon no. toy, demon <laughs> toy. Yeah, I know. Demon toy trying to flirt with me, not here for it. <laughs> we got off the rails real fast on this one. Woof. Yeah, we did. Uh, Grandma Ted said yay story time back, so uh, you, you told the story and Grandma Ted was happy. Yay! Uh... <laughs> Glad we enjoyed the story of lesbian Jesus Christina. <laughs> <laughs> <Whew>. <laughs> so, 
in the actual world and not uh, lesbian stormtroopers caressing you or lesbian Christina Jesus. Or lesbian Robin Hood, cyberpunk dystopian future. Let's go, Hollywood. <laughs> Is that the full title? No. Lesbian cyberpunk dystopian Robin Hood, let's go, Hollywood. Yeah, that's... Cool. <laughs> Might need to chop it down a little and bit. You know what? But if Birds of Prey can be Birds of Prey and the fantabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn, then Robin Hood can be um, lesbian cyberpunk. Dystopian <laughs> future Robin Hood. <laughs> Let's go Let's Hollywood. Let's go Hollywood. <laughs> yeah. Are they going to Hollywood in this scenario? It's like, no, they're that, taking down Hollywood. Hollywood, you suck. <laughs> is like that where all like the people are now? Hollywood has turned into like those, the, 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 yeah. the nothing. Hollywood is where all the CEOs are. So that is where the CEOs started collecting all of the rations. And that is where Robin Hood must go to defeat them. Actually, I think more CEOs are in Texas than Fuck, I don't know, dude. But, you know, just, just go along with it. Just, I assume just more CEOs are at least in gonna find a state that doesn't have state taxes to Oh, know. fair enough. <laughs> okay, sure. <laughs> anyway! This is thought out in like five seconds. Let's not put holes in it because there's gonna be a lot. Yeah, there, there are a lot. In uh, uh, fun Hollywood news that came out recently, uh, we got confirmation uh, that uh, I think Monday would have been that uh, yeah. Lucasfilm announced that Taika Waititi is going to be directing a Star Wars, uh, and it'll be co-written by uh, Christy Wilson Carnes, uh, and that is really cool. First of all, Taika Waititi being able to direct a Star Wars is—I mean, anybody that's seen seen Thor Ragnarok, you're like, I'd like to see the Star Wars in this sort of style. Oh, yeah. uh, that's fun and weird and. Taika E. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but also on top of that is Taika, Taika directed the final episode of Mandalorian of uh, season one. Uh, and it's a very good episode. He also plays a character in uh, season one of Mandalorian. Uh, so, like, he, he has definitely a grasp of Star Wars. Uh, and I think that would be really fun. Uh, the other thing is, you know, Thor, uh, Ragnarok, and then definitely Thor, Love and Thunder uh, are That's very, such a weird very... Title. Very bisexual, okay. so um, I, I get the feeling we might be having some. Uh, we might we might be getting some, at least blurring the lines. Um, to get a love interest. Finally, uh, 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 you know, Star Wars characters. The other really cool thing is that Christy Wilson Carnes is co-writing it, uh, not just just a writing credit, but co-writing it with them. You know, that they're going to write together. Uh, and she only has, she has very few credits to her name, but she did write, uh, 1917. Which a uh, lot of people liked. Yeah. I never watched it. Yeah, yeah. I loved it. A lot of people loved it. And, and I, I can't imagine the script was amazing for that one because it's the one continuous shot. But still, um, that's cool that you're going to be getting more and more different people behind the screen. Uh, and this really finally started more and more with Mandalorian. I mean, yes, uh, I know Rise of Skywalker had at least, like, you know more women behind in the in, working with them there had at least more producers more you know i think the cinematographer and the second unit director were women i believe i don't know if the cinematographer actually but there were more of that so at least there was more on it but mandalorian opened the door finally with a lot of it where you had uh, uh you had i think of the five four people the five people that directed uh the first season of mandalorian outside of dave filoni who directed the first uh, directed three of the eight i think uh, he's one of the co-creators. I think the other f five or six episodes are either by women or uh, uh, people of color. Or different, uh, different. Because you got 
You've got uh, Bryce Dallas Howard directed an episode. I'm blanking on the woman who directed, uh, who is also going to get the Obi-Wan, but she did a fantastic job. Her Maybe there's amazing. an Obi-Wan episode? There's going to be an Obi-Wan show, and she's, oh, got, okay. she's the showrunner of that one. Okay. Uh, it's going to be fantastic. Um, but yeah, they have you know uh, uh, they have good directors behind the screen working on 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 Mandalorian. Apparently, a lot of them are going to be coming back at least to work in season two uh, on episodes. Uh, and so it just kind of opens the doors that finally I think Star Wars is going to open the doors a little Woo-hoo. bit. We might be seeing a little bit more because while in front of the screen we got a lot in the uh, in the. In the sequels, we did get a lot more than than the other ones had. We got a lot more diversity that exists in you know in actors and different things on it. Yeah. But behind the screen, you know, people filming it, it was still a lot of white men. <laughs> and so we might get a little more uh, in the Star Wars universe now. Taika's Taika's uh, Star Wars isn't going to come out till after Thor, so we're looking 2022, 2023 at the earliest. So like, it's a ways away. But this announcement is a really cool announcement from that. Cool. Uh, what do you think when you hear uh, these sort of names getting thrown out to be uh, joining this universe, Christina? Uh, I like the idea of... I can't say his name. Please say it again. Taika Waititi? Yeah, Taika, Taika Waititi. I'm bad at pronouncing things. I'm so sorry. Uh, I like the idea of him joining. I don't know anything about Christy, so I don't really <laughs> know. I haven't watched 1917, and she, yeah, I don't yeah. really know much about her. But it, it's cool to see more people entering the Star Wars universe and more di- right diversity getting put mm-hmm. into behind the scenes as well. And I know as what, in front of the screens. At least if you aren't going to be handing women more directing roles, at least give them the writing more oh, writing for roles. Sure. Uh, because women more in the how many female characters in Star Wars there are that have all been written by the same sort of man <laughs> that is like, let some of the writers in there and you're going to see You some can work. always tell when watching a movie when a woman hasn't been let into the writing room or like mm-hmm. watching a TV show. Because like the way they play their, or the way the women characters are written are so much different than how like uh, a woman will give the woman a voice. Like mm-hmm. it is so different and you can always kind of tell that thing. That's why, you know, shows like The Good Place. Uh, oh, yeah. are fantastic, especially That's when you get behind course. the writing room and you see that they, they intentionally made sure that when they were writing any type of character group, whether it's a woman, a person of color, whatever, they tried to bring in a voice of that group to be a part of oh, the yeah. writing room every time. What, uh, One Day at a Time did the same thing. Mm-hmm. Most of their directors for season two, I think it was, and probably the other seasons too, I just don't remember, mm-hmm. um, were like either women or people of color. And yeah, it's just really cool to see. But yeah, it opens the door to some more interesting possibilities. Heck, maybe, maybe Chris Hemsworth can do the full triumphant and go from Star Trek to Marvel to Star Wars. <laughs> um, uh, that would be kind of cool, not gonna lie. Cool. Uh, you know, and I, who knows what this movie, what timeline it's going to take place, where it's going to be, or in two or three years, where the universe as a whole is at that point. Uh, there's a lot, you know, we don't know, but. As far as kind of like a possibility of a better future, that feels unlike some of the other news that they sometimes drop. And you're like, okay, I mean, I'll, I'll watch it. It's Star Wars, but yeah. my excitement level is like, oh yeah, you announced the Game of Thrones guys are getting it. <laughs> oh, you announced they're not getting it. Neat, cool. Yeah, I don't care about Game of Thrones. Yeah. Uh, speaking of real world news and things dropping, have you seen? I'm sorry, I'm kind of back to no, a little bit. Um, have you seen that Cowboy Smolder? 
from also known as Agent Hill in Marvel, or more importantly, Robin Sparkles. Yes, <laughs> in How I Met Your Mother, dropped a, a quarantine parody of Let's Go to the Mall. I did not see oh that. Oh my god, oh. it's fantastic to watch. It's on her Instagram. You can also probably find it online. But it is. She actually got the dude who composed the song to like help her compose this version. Um, and it is so funny to watch. Hot take here. Let's go to the mall is actually a good song. It is a good song. I fucking love that song. <laughs> like, I know they made it to be a parody and it, it's supposed to be silly, but honest to God, I it's like that song. Like, it is a bop. Okay? Uh, I mean, the other ones are, are a little more like, they slip in silly, dumb lyrics and I'll yeah. the, you know, uh, but... Sandcastles in the sand is kind of dumb. It is, it is um, dumb. Robin Dagger. <laughs> Love that episode. But yeah, the uh, I love Sandcastle the Sand just because that episode. Uh, oh, anytime you bring uh, James, the fact that they got James Van Der Beek and they made him as ugly as possible is so funny. They give him a big old beer belly and bald. To be fair, I don't really think he's that cute to begin with. Like my mom was watching Dawson's Creek like a summer or two ago, so I watched a few episodes of her, and I was like, um, I'm, I was. James Vander Beek supposed to be the big heartthrob here because he's not that cute. Oh, everybody needs to love I know, she told me that, and I was like, I don't get it. Like, I'd only seen him in one other thing, which is Don't Trust the Bee in Such a good show. Such a good show. I love that show. It's so funny. Um, and he plays himself in that show, but I hadn't seen Dawson's Creek. And then I watched it, and I was like, yeah, he's still not that attractive. I don't get it. He plays an arrogant... <laughs> asshole version of himself but oh, also yes. with a charming heart and i love that about it like he's like he, he obviously they they play up for effect his his character in, in yeah. that but he he's so good i i, I love that show and i'm sad that it got canceled oh, yeah. when it did because honestly the final episode is not particularly great uh yeah. they didn't know they were getting canceled and they yeah. just because so that they would have wrapped up things a little better if they'd known uh and uh where they were at going but that show is it's, very it's funny. an amusing and show honestly. it's another show that subverts expectations especially oh, yeah. in the uh uh the way they present a lot of the storylines that are that are going to come in every sitcom but they do it in ways that you're like wait they actually did that <laughs> uh oh we got a fun question here in a second but any other thoughts on don't trust the bee in apartment 23 um i love the actress who plays jessica jones oh I jessica jones oh, yeah. uh uh can't remember her name why am i blanking on her name yeah i loved her in that show she's just She's an asshole, and I f***ing love her. And give me a second. The whole episode about beer goggles cracked me Kristen up. Ritter. Yeah, I f***ing love her. Yeah. Anyways, that's that's my last thought on Don't Trust the Beat. It's, it's a good one. It's a really good one. It's an amusing show, honestly. It's very funny and, and surprising with a really bad title, and I think that's probably what killed it. That title would work in the Netflix era, but as an ABC network TV show, yeah. the title killed it. I talked to people who would swear every other word and were like, like they put that in that title, you know. I don't like that they called her that, you know. I'm like that's the joke. It's also was one of the first major like ABC sitcoms at the t uh, during when it came out there. There were very few created by women sitcoms, so that was that was a really fun one. But anyway, okay, fun good show. Time. If you can hide it, check it out. But we have a good fun question from mm Pop today. Oh, okay. Cartoon Network, Nickelodeon, or Disney Channel. Um, I'm gonna assume we are going old school, like, and when I say old At school, I mean early 2000s. I'm going old school here. Early 2000s. Um. Well, Cartoon Network was founded in the late 90s, so. Okay. So like, I didn't know when Cartoon Network yeah, was founded. Yeah, it, it came around late 90s, I feel like. Maybe, maybe okay. mid-90s. Uh, that's hard. Um, because there were some classics. I'm trying to think of what I really enjoyed watching when I was a kid. 
I'm gonna go Cartoon Network, Disney, and then Nickelodeon. And then if we're going modern, not that I really watch a lot of the modern shows, but it'd be Disney, Cartoon Network, and then Nickelodeon. All that's on Nickelodeon now is crap. Like, I'll babysit sometimes and I'm like, what the f is this shit? Like, uh, as long as the kiddos are amused, I guess. Probably for nostalgia's sake, I'd say Cartoon Network uh, would probably be my number one on, uh, on that list. I don't have the nostalgia for Nickelodeon that a lot of other people do, especially a lot of people my age. Like, I was, oh, Nickelodeon, well, because I didn't watch a lot of those shows growing up. I didn't watch Fair. Nickelodeon and things like that. I didn't there were a couple of really good ones on Nickelodeon, but it's probably But my yeah, like, you know, yeah, things like that. Like, I, everybody watched all the things, you know, uh, you know, the, the, the Doug before it went to Disney, you know, everyone talks about, uh, you know, all that. Things like that that would have been, you know, my, around, around as I was growing up. I didn't watch a lot of those shows. They're good, like a lot of them are good as you, if I go back and watch them, you're like, oh, they're pretty good, but I didn't watch them so I don't have a nostalgia longing for it. Yeah. Cartoon Network's the one I watched first. Uh, and honestly, introduced to Cartoon Network, we were, uh, my family was up in uh, Omaha, Nebraska uh, for the state fair. And we're staying in one night, uh, we're just sitting watching TV and we found this channel that had cartoons and it was playing, um, I think it's the Jetsons. Meet the Flintstones. I think oh, that's what it was. It's, it's a Jetsons movie, but that's what I think. Which one I think it was. Uh, and we watched that. And we're like, "What's this show?" And they had advertisements for it and things, like, different shows afterwards and things like that. And we're like, well, "Let's check this out this weekend." And watched a few things. And watched a bunch of like Cow and Chicken and I Am Weasel. Like those were things that were on. There was also Two Stupid Dogs and things. This is before even like a lot of the shows that people know about Cartoon Network. This is before like Johnny Bravo or yeah. Ed Ed and Eddie or Powerpuff Girls or Dexter's Lab. Uh, I didn't know it was Cartoon Network. Yeah. Oh, I thought uh, it was Nickelodeon. No, it is Cartoon Network. Uh, so like a lot of those shows hadn't come out yet. Uh, been watching like, and we're watching Cow and Chicken, and we're like, this is so stupid and so funny. They're eating butts. <laughs> <laughs> the whole ga one of the gags is they're always eating pork butts. Yeah, I know. So, I, I watched Cow and Chicken as a kid. I didn't really like that. it as yeah. much, but yeah. That's because you're like just so opposed to ass eating. <laughs> I was five, so that wasn't the people, reason why. People raised on couch now. I'm just uh, but uh, uh, Cartoon Network is the nostalgia for our me. So Nickelodeon, I think, probably had the best quality. In all honesty, when you go back to where more my growing up, probably the best quality. But Cartoon Network's going to hold the nostalgia for it. Fair enough. Uh, Disney Channel, I would have watched more uh, as I like was in junior high and high school because you know it's my sister was watching it or my brother was watching it or I was just bored and it was on TV and things like that and right. things that you can get away with parents you know on TV while parents were up type of thing right um, and so I watched a lot of the you know the the shows but you know things like Even Stevens or Lizzie McGuire those were really good stuff back in the day on. yeah and a, a lot of the Disney Channel original movies are really good and really oh, fun oh for sure uh, but overall like yeah, so probably if I'm ranking it, I probably would go Cartoon Network, Disney, Nickelodeon, but that's just yeah, that's kind of there. That'd probably be just for my nostalgia's sake on Nickelodeon, it. Nickelodeon, probably thing. Nickelodeon had some of the best quality, in all honesty. In at least for my age, the only shows on Nickelodeon that I was really ever attached to would have been like Jimmy Neutron and Fairly Odd Parents. I liked, but I wasn't super with them about. They crossed then, over like three times. <laughs> yeah, they did. Uh, I really episodes. enjoyed those, and I've mean, watched those a lot, but like, they weren't my favorites, but I did really enjoy those. And then Danny Phantom and My Life as a Teenage Robot, those are like the only Nickelodeon shows that I think had a like, big hold on me. Other than that, I'd be watching like Disney or Cartoon Network, obviously. Um, Cartoon Network, Cutting Connect Store, Powerpuff Girls, there were Johnny Bravo, a lot of good things. See, um, when you say was always on Cartoon when Network. When you say Cutting Connect Store, what's hilarious about that is I remember when that 
because what they would do, what Cartoon Network, Cartoon Network was really smart about this, is first of all, they had things that get people involved they, they, as they launched their website, but also even they was, I think they had mail in things, things like that. But basically they had their things was like Cartoon Cartoon Fridays. And you'd watch all, they'd play all their, their cartoons that Friday night, and then they debut new episodes that Friday night and things like that. But they'd also show pilots for possible, in, in, in kind of piloting, they should pos pilots for possible new shows. And they'd show like six or seven, and then they'd have you vote which one was going to be the new show. Oh. And things like uh, Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy oh, and Kids Next Door that. won those votes. The other thing they did really well was every year around election time, they'd vote for the cartoon president. Yeah, I remember that. So those are, those are fun things they did that got kids involved, and that was, you know, things like that. They were like, oh, yeah, you're going to be involved, and you're going to watch on it. But yeah, they played a lot of Scooby-Doo. and uh, Love Scooby-Doo. I was probably a little old for Scooby-Doo, but I was obsessed with it at uh, kind of like a... 11, 12 year old age, like, Fair. you know, things like that. I there love There were so that. many, like, various spin-offs of Scooby-Doo that I loved it. There was, like, one when they were little kids, and then they are just, Pup I Scooby love Scooby-Doo. Yeah. Puppet Scooby-Doo is amazing because it has the best joke. That I, I think I've said also, this on stream. Also, cartoon network. Yeah, I think we did. I think I've said it on stream. It has the best joke that every, every single episode, Fred accuses somebody of the crime, and it's always his friend, Red Herring. <laughs> And it is way too funny, which I didn't didn't get that as a kid. I'm like, he's accusing his friend, <laughs> but I'm like, I'm like, it's so funny. It's a red Harry. Wordplay. Yeah, but I no. There was a lot of good Scooby Two shows, like, and I watched all of them. So, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, the Scooby and Scrappy show, the Scooby Doo, the Scooby Doo movies, uh, which oh. was just basically hour long episodes where they met a famous character. Uh, yeah. They met the Three Stooges, Batman, Supernatural recently. Yeah, yeah, though, but this is like actually like this is back. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. back this in the like, good day. Like yeah, I, yeah, I haven't watched. But yeah, they recently shit. did the Supernatural one. Johnny Bravo had a crossover episode into Scooby Doo. John Cena. John Cena recently. So yeah, there's a lot of them. That's probably the thing I watched a lot as a kid. Okay. But uh, Pop has the favorite Cartoon Network show. Is the question? What oh. favorite Cartoon Network show? Uh, if I'm going just things that aired on Cartoon Network, I'm going to say Scooby-Doo because it's probably what I watch the most. Uh, probably uh, above all. Um, but if I'm going there like cartoon cartoons, their originals uh, and things like that, probably... See, it's hard because honestly, like, I, I, well, I talked about a lot of the Cartoon Network cartoons. A lot of my nostalgia for Cartoon Network comes from its other programs. Fair. You know, it's, it's Scooby-Doo. And then as I got older, Toonami was the thing I watched every single day. The two-hour block of anime and action shows every single day. I mean, so anime. I mean, it had, it had, it had whatever the, the, the Totally Spies was on it for oh, a while, Oh, yeah, too. yeah. Uh, but, yeah. So my probably, like, the hard, the hard trying to decide what's my actual favorite <laughs> yeah, cartoon it's show. Shouter. Probably is, probably, I, I'd say either... In the classic sense, probably classic sense, either uh, Powerpuff Girls or uh, Johnny Bravo. Fair. But in the as you get a little more modern, I love Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends. Oh my god, I love that, that one. That show. That, that, that one was a good one. I love. I, I can still sit down and watch it. Oh, the cheese geez. episodes will get me every single time. Uh, for me, it's probably Powerpuff Girls because I loved Powerpuff Girls when I was a kid. Like it was my favorite thing. I had a bunch of plushies. 
Um, I had a Mojo Jojo plushie. I had a Bubbles as Mojo Jojo plushie. I once cosplayed as Bubbles, like in. Did you go to the grade. movie? <laughs> or were you? How? I mean, you probably probably were really little when the movie came out. I probably did, but I don't remember. So I probably did, but I don't remember. Yeah, but in like seventh grade, I also cosplayed as Bubbles, and I was I had like a couple of my friends. I got two of my friends on board, and then our um, Blossom bailed out on us and did something else, and I was like. But, yeah, so, like, we had a Mojo Jojo, a Buttercup, I was Bubbles, uh, we got someone else, we got my mom to do Princess Morbucks, like, we went on. What about, uh, <laughs> the, the wonderful transsexual gay devil? Oh, God, <laughs> him. him. His royal, his, his royal, his infernal majesty. Yeah, That's I, I fucking love him. Which is actually a fun thing, is because, and, and you see this throughout Power Girls, they are huge, their creator, Gendy, and everybody, and the other guy, uh, Kraken, uh, McCracken. Whatever his name, first name is uh, Craig McCracken, uh, are humongous Beatles fans. There's the Beat wow. Alls episode, and then but him is literally based off of the villain of Beatles Yellow Submarine. Uh, his entire personality is based off of the Blue Meanie. Oh, valid. Uh, so that's having grown up on Beatles Yellow Submarine, watched it a ton. That was very clear immediately. So uh, yeah, uh, Powerpuff Girls have some good villains though. Oh, for sure. I just loved uh, Powerpuff Girls when I was a kid. One of my favorite episodes when I was a kid, and I still remember this, is the hardcore episode where Bubble spends the entire time trying to prove that she's hardcore, and she's just, I'm hardcore, and just going around trying to, like, do evil, but not really. Like, I f***ing love that episode when I was uh, a kid. I mean, that first season gets dark in some places, too. Oh, like, there's some sure. dark episodes. <laughs> Uh, and obviously the original pilot is very dark, uh, and violent, uh, but, yeah, uh, so, I mean, look, Cartoon Network introduced me to a lot of my favorites that I still watch to this day that aren't necessarily Cartoon Networks, but, you know, Toonami, as I said, you know, right. I, I mentioned Yu Yu Hakusho earlier is one of my favorite animes that was on Toonami, Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball, Gundam, Rurouni Kenshin, um, all were on the Toonami blocks, and I watched all of them. And there's a bunch of others that were just on it. And there's also a few, you know, you, you know a couple other, you know, there was a Transformers show that played oh, yeah. for a little while before it. There I, think was, there was, I think there was a G.I. Joe show. Uh, the show Zo Zoids was on it. That show is amazing. Uh, come back, Zoids. Hard to find, too. Uh, yeah, I don't think I've heard of that one. It basically was like a bunch of, like, mechs that fought oh, each okay. other type of things like yeah. that, but you could collect them. And like the big one was called like the Liger Z, and it was like this big like white tiger, and it like and it was really cool, and it kind of, kind of had that early like CG animation put into it, and kind of cool things. So yeah, that, it was a really cool show. I loved it. Uh, and then it had a different one that was anime as all hell afterwards. Like the first one, it's all anime, but the first one was very like felt very didn't feel like your traditional anime all the time. The other one was like, oh yeah, that's anime as hell. <laughs> no. um, uh, Johnny Test was on that uh, Cartoon Network. That mm -hmm. was a good one. Uh, we've got. Couple comments on this okay. uh, from Mpop both uh, saying the "What's New Scooby Doo" has the best uh, intro. Period. Uh, yeah, you got to say yeah. It is a good one. Yeah, it is a good one. Uh, and then he's like Ben Ten, man. And honestly, oh, I would say right now, good. I have watched maybe ten minutes of Ben Ten in my entire life. It was. It, it came out past my watching on it, and it's one that obviously my kid is not particularly interested in. So it's like I have not. Uh, um, Benton was good, and then there was like a spin-off that I liked better. It was when they were older. Um, it was before all the new stuff that came out. It was like, I want to say it was like, it was a little bit after Benton. 
Because then it, it, they're older and they meet this kid named Kevin, who they're friends mm-hmm. with. But it, it, like my favorite main part is that his sister, or his cousin, I forget what she was. I think she was cousin. Gwen, she gets powers and she gets like a, a lot of growth in that new series. So even as a little kid, mm-hmm. I was like loving the feminist part of it. So I like that Gwen actually got more of the spotlight mm-hmm. in the spinoff series, like when they're older. So I liked that better and I can't remember what it was called. I mean... In, in more recent years, uh, obviously, a show that's fantastic, Adventure Time. Oh, fair, yeah. Fair I, I haven't really watched it, but I've heard everyone loves it. One, I know there's a gay vampire and a gay princess, so yes, I'm on board of that. One of the best things about Adventure Time, and when uh, going behind the scenes and listening to some of the writers and creators talk about it, uh, you hear what they do amazingly is their first couple of seasons are very vague. Uh, especially on a show that's gonna, they, they, they have grand ideas on it. They're vague about a lot of things because they know they were gonna have to come back and retcon things and change things as they built the universe. And because they have, you have to attach to an audience to get stay and to come back. So they kept vague enough to. But the, when they did come back and retcon a story a bit, it wasn't a huge thing because you know what, you're vague. It could easily be filled in there. They do such a good job of not like being drawing defined lines early and wait till they're big enough and allowing them to do stuff on it. Right. Uh, yeah, the example Marceline and, and Princess Bubblegum's relationship that doesn't really start coming out till later. Uh, well, and even once it started coming out, they had to be careful with it because mm-hmm. Cartoon Network still wouldn't allow them to kiss on screen. Mm-hmm. I think it was in the last year or two that they actually it was the got the first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and the, the big thing was like, it was the, like the, the, the thing was though, a lot for a lot of the seasons was you sat back and you go, they had something together, didn't they, back then in the day? Like, there was something going on there. What was going on? Like, maybe you're like, oh, maybe it was, you know, there is also an element of you're like, well, maybe it was a phase, you know, maybe it was like, because they're both really old. Like, they're... Oh, fair. Uh, and, and, I mean, Marceline's a vampire, Marceline's so I a vampire. Vampires are very different in this, that universe, though. They, uh, oh. You can drink blood, but the only thing they need to survive is the color red. Okay. So that's why they drink the blood, because it's red. All right. So they drink the red out of things. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, really, really unique, and 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 Princess Bubblegum's a candy creature that there, there's episodes where they go back thousands of years and she's still there, and they're like, "How old are you?" <laughs> Fair. Uh, but no, it's a really good show. Uh, so yeah, Cartoon Network uh, has had some big hits, obviously. Uh, that have affected. They've, they've also had some like weird oh. ass shit. Like, I mean, Uncle Grandpa, fl- uh, The Misadventures of Flapjack. The, like, uh, uh, the, bu- the Bubblegum show, uh, the, the uh, one that came up now, or the Bubble, whatever it's called. I don't remember what it's called now. Oh, Gumball. There's Gumball, there we go. Gumball. Yeah, that one, is, uh, I never actually really sat and watched an episode, I've just seen highlights of it, and it's so self-aware. Oh, it, it's so f***ing weird. Like, though. it knows way too much about it it's outside it is a self-aware fourth oh yeah they straight up know that they're like fish and cats and like what they are and that they're that there's like humans and like they talk about it it's weird and pop says don't rag on flapjack it wasn't a good show i haven't watched it honestly it came out when i I was like i was probably too old for it when it came out that's the thing i I think i was like 13 and by that point it's like one of those silly like when i was a little kid i probably would have considered it a boy show Mm -hmm. and while i liked a lot of those by the time i was 13 i wasn't here for the like silly you know armpit Mm. fart shit so fair uh the uh again that's why adventure time is really good because it balances the silly armpit fart shit (laughs) and also deep, weird philosophical questions, uh, and uh, romances and everything. <laughs> it, like it is for clearly made for all audiences, and at each le- level you're going to get it. There's an episode I think it's in season three where Finn um, Finn has just gone through an awful breakup, uh, uh, and 
he's trying to figure himself out, and they build a pillow fort in their house, and he goes through the fort into another world where he basically lives his entire <laughs> life uh, with his pillow family. <laughs> like, it's crazy. Like, he lives through Like, he gets married and has kids. Oh, and then he eventually gets, because he's always searching for his way back home, and, like, he's old, like, full beard, like, he's, like, hundred-something <laughs> years old, and he, like, walks back out and, like, finds his way back out, like, and he lived the whole time, he's like, huh, like, that's how he got over the breakup. It's so good. <laughs> Maybe I'll have to check out. They do time travel episodes really well. Uh, they do flashbacks, fantasy D&D stuff really well. Like, it's just, it's a fun show. I just, I, I highly I recommend it. I know Jake the Dog shapeshifts. Yeah, Jake, like, Jake the Dog's story is crazy. Uh, so, yeah. But, you know, there's a, there's a lot of lot of things that, like, and I think also as we hit ages, it's how we think about things and how we would. Uh, you know, I see a lot of people rag on some of the Cartoon Network shows and, and, and get on a lot of different things. It's like, yeah, but if kids are enjoying it, that's, you know, yeah. whatever. A lot of our shows that we are, like, are so amazing aren't as good as we say they are. And honestly, it, you know, they're still nostalgia looking through them. And they, that's okay if we like them. But it's like, you know, is that Nettie really that good? Oh, like, no. no, it's fun. I like it a lot. Like, I like it. But it's not that, you know, it's, it's stupid. It's stupid fun. I talked about, you know, a lot of the other ones. So, you know, just... You know, let people enjoy things. Yeah. That's always my thing on it. You know, I see a lot of people. I'm sleep. not going to rag on a oh, yeah. kid for liking the oh, show. Like, I, I, I've known people who will, and I'm like, dude, I see people that get so upset at Teen Titans Go. I mean, like, I'm not a fan of it, and I don't like it, but I'm also like, you know, it's meant for, it's not meant for me. Yeah. You know, my Teen Titans was meant for me, and I loved my Teen Titans. I'm rewatching my Teen Titans. I forgot to mention that. Yeah. I'm rewatching oh, my Teen Titans. Oh, don't get me wrong. I love, I love it. The, the, the Teen but Titans is Teen an amazing Titans show, Go and it just, not, it never got the audience to continue. You, yeah. They had to cancel a lot of it. It only has like super, two super popular. Uh, it's super popular. Uh, but you know the the thing that if, you know for your sake is why you should love it is if Teen Titans Go is not a humongous success, the Harley Quinn show never gets made. Fair enough. <laughs> like that's just an honest truth. Like Teen Titans Go kept a lot of people in jobs. It allowed a lot of flexibility, allowed a lot of them to grow and test different things and try different things with audiences. So maybe, you know, it doesn't hit you. You may don't, maybe don't love it. And it, that's perfectly fine. You don't have to like the show. But its importance is actually a lot bigger than it. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm and, sure. you know, they were able to subvert, you know, some upper management issues with Cartoon Network to get some of the things they actually wanted made out of it uh, and be able to do things. Uh, and clearly, the cast and the crew really enjoy making the show, like, and things like that. And they've gone on and done a lot of other things. So, it's not for you. I mean, I don't get me wrong. I, I can sit in an episode, I'm like, oh, that was really dumb. But there's there are good episodes of the show. There really oh, are. I mean, I've seen, like, yeah. an episode or two that I was like, you know what, that, that one was The movie is really, I like when they really, really dumb. Oh, God. It also has some just amazing moments. Robin goes back in time. Robin going like, back in time and killing, killing Batman's parents is... <laughs> Going back in time and making sure Superman stays on the planet. <laughs> um, the Stan Lee cameo when he was like, wait, this is a DC movie? And jumping out like, it is, it's dumb, don't get me wrong, but it is actually really fun. Yeah, there are a few fun moments I felt. So like, I, 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 get, I get it because a lot of people look at it and they 
they nostalgia and they remember how good the Teen Titans show was. And don't get me wrong, it is really good. Uh, uh, but and I think I think if, if the old Teen show had Teen Titans show had gotten its ending, I think we would everyone would be yeah. fine. It's kind of close with like the movie that came out after the show ended because mm -hmm. like they they yeah. kind of they've recently been able to give the resolution in a lot yeah. of different ways. So uh, which is good. They got their end basically. Uh, they got they put it they put them back in the Teen Titans Go show. They made the Teen Titans Go meet the Teen Titans movie, which is basically them saying because the same creative team for both of them. Yeah. And they basically saying, hey, we are getting our ending that we wanted. So I mean, there's the Teen Titans Go episode where they literally are watching themselves on the TV and they're like, why are they so much cooler than us? This show's so much better than ours. Like, so they're self aware, and I think I like that about it. Even though I get I I, I get the kind of you know. The reason why people maybe don't love it or right. anything. So, there's there's my my soapbox that I stand on and kind of defend Teen Titans Go. I did not expect us to go down that rabbit hole here, but I will give it's not really meant for me. But I will give that there are a few episodes that I enjoy, like uh, the episodes with Tara. I really liked Tara. Like when I was a kid, I was like, man, take her or leave her. She kind of turned out evil helping Deathstroke, but like take her or leave her. But then in Teen Titans Go, I actually really liked her. And then rewatching the show, it kind of gave me like a new mm -hmm. viewpoint of how to see her. So, she's actually a really cool character, mm -hmm. but yeah. Uh, I think for the original Teen Titans when I watched it, and then went off into comics, and when I realized, I'm like, wait, you're saying Starfire is part of the Lantern Corps? What the what? <laughs> I didn't know that, actually. Yeah. <laughs> she's a Pink Lantern. Oh, that makes sense. I think sense. Pink or Red, or whichever one, yeah, she, yeah, she's part of her, I'm blanking on which color Lantern, honestly, and so, internet, roast me for my idiocy, it's okay. Uh... And my, 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 my geek card can be handed back in for not remembering which one. But yeah, yeah. So, like, going, finding that out, I was like, makes sense. Like, her powers are very lantern-esque, so. Oh, yeah, for sure. So, like, yeah, uh, uh, there's that good episode where her sister comes back in oh, Blackfire. Oh, there's a couple episodes where Blackfire comes back. Um, the first one, she comes back, and she, like, kind of takes Starfire's identity and, like, tries to steal <laughs> her friends so that way Starfire will get taken to jail instead of her. There's another episode where they have to go to her home planet because her dad passed away and so a new queen has taken over and it's Blackfire and so because of that Blackfire has put Starfire in an arranged marriage with this like glob which that was a good I, episode. Yeah, I remember that episode. I remember yeah. that one. Yeah. Because uh, that would have been about the time, Teen Titans would have been about the time Justice League was winding down. I think Red just ended. I think Unlimited had started or was into it, but I, I'm pretty sure Justice League had ended. Uh, which did you watch that the old Justice League that was on Cartoon Network? I didn't actually. It's actually pretty good. I think it's three seasons. It's two or three seasons. Um, they kind of fall into the same trap every season of like, hey, we need to find some weird disaster that changes the world that we have to change back. Yeah. Uh, and they fall a lot of times. I mean, there's one where they go back to World War, where, where they randomly a blip happens and suddenly they're like. Why are Nazis ruling the world? <laughs> and so they have to go back in time, and and Batman basically that Batman isn't there. You're like, where'd Batman go? Like, because he was on no, because they were on the ship, and Batman was on Earth, and Earth changes, oh, and they were like protected by because they were coming back home because Green Lantern they protected them as the whole time changed, and so they had to go back in time and and stop the rise of Nazis with because the uh, super weapons were sent back in time. So that's a really fun episode. There's one where they go to like this alternate, like basically this alternate um, 
basically justice friends in a lot of ways and things like that where there's alternate of all the characters and they all basically look, figure out that they're like a TV show or a, I can't remember if it's a TV show or a book or a comic and someone's just keeping them alive in this like weird happy universe. Uh, that one's really good. There's one where they're fighting a, a guy who uh, uh, basically is, gets in their dreams and, and Batman is basically to trying to stay awake because he's the only one who is not infected by it at that point. He's trying to like, if he falls asleep he does. He's driving like a hundred miles an hour in the Batmobile, and he's falling asleep, and he punches the windshield out so he can, he <laughs> so the air can like hit him and just keep him awake. Uh, there's also so they're like uh, Superman is Goody Two Shoes in it, but there's some really good one-liners from him and Wonder Woman in it, and Hot Girl is definitely gay. Oh, even though well, there's a lot of chemistry between her and Flash, she is gay. <laughs> you know what's funny is I was about to say uh, in Young Justice, there's uh, okay, so in Young Justice, there's Artemis. And, like, she gives me some high lesbian vibes, but she's kind of got this, like, flirtation and, like, sort of relationship going with Wally West. But, like, you know what? Anyone going for one of the Flashes, Kid Flash or Flash, you're gay. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But, but, yeah, Young Justice is another really good show. I, I really enjoy the Young Justice. Really I don't show. think I've seen the third season. I started mm -hmm. rewatching it because uh, the first two seasons came out, obviously, and then I watched them, and then it got taken off of Netflix, and then... I think it was canceled for a little bit. It was. And then, it was canceled. Yeah, and then it was, it was canceled. Found life and then, on DC. Yes, DC and then DC Streaming Universe was like, hey, we'll give you a third season. And then I only just got it a couple months ago, so I haven't podcast? gotten to the third season. Would it be yet. a podcast if we didn't plug the DC Streaming Service? <laughs> no, last time we were like Harley Quinn, this time we're like. <laughs> we did it the first podcast, too. Oh, like, we no. plugged Hey, DC, if you're listening, um, sponsor, us. sponsor us because we'll plug your streaming. Your <laughs> streaming service. Sponsor us. Uh, send me some like Batgirl and Robin shirts, please. I will wear them exclusively on the stream. Uh, yeah, but yeah, they, that that was a, that. I will that, talk. That was one of the and the the Titans live action show were the two big launches. Yeah, for I didn't DC watch family. Titans, but I the moment I saw the preview where Robin goes. Batman. I was like, no, nope, I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> this seems just like they're just trying to be edgy for edge's sake. That's kind of what I felt, so I didn't really have yeah. an interest in it. I and I heard I, I I haven't heard particularly good things about it, so I've never really like really wanted I to. Either. I think if I eventually hear somebody say it's really good, I'm like, oh, whatever, we'll check it out. I might watch it eventually because I have the DC streaming universe, so I've, I've got access to it. So eventually, I may get around to it, but I haven't heard anything really good, so I don't know that I will. But. I, as we know, I really enjoy the Harley Quinn animated series on You said you get to read comics, and you got Young Justice on there, so... Yeah, Teen Titans, Young Justice, there's comics. There's also all the, the they're all the, the, the animated movies, aren't they? Most yeah, all the animated shows which, and movies. They don't have the live-action movies, mm -hmm. as far as I know. There's, there's some live-action the live shows, but mm -hmm. yeah, other than that. The, uh, the animated movie lineup is really good, and it's been good for a long time. I mean, there's, there's some duds in there, but... Yeah. They have been, they have, Warner Brothers Animation and DC Animation together have been producing good stuff for almost two decades now. Like, and honestly, even if you go all the way back to Mask of Phantasm, which was a theatrical Batman movie in the 90s, like, they've been bringing good stuff out, but, like, they've relaunched the Justice League, like, five times, but they're always, like, I think their idea of, like, for, we're not tying these together, we're just throwing movies that, based off of comics and if, if we do a sequel, we'll do a sequel to them intentionally and things like that. But, like, I remember when uh, the Ryan Reynolds Green Lantern was coming out. And I was getting pretty excited because I was starting to read into a lot of Green Lantern. Blackest Night was what with the comic book run that was going on, which... <laughs> that got me fully into DC Comics was reading Blackest Night. Like, that is... Fair enough. So good. Um, 
Uh, and I was like, I really, I, you know, for a long time, I was like, Green Lantern's dumb. Like, I was one of those people that I read that I was like, Green Lantern's awesome! <laughs> so I was really excited for the movie. Like, I was really excited for the Ryan Reynolds no, movie. And to get ready for it, they released a, uh, a movie called Green Lantern First Flight, an animated movie. And it basically is the, it's basically the story arc of Sinestro becoming a Yellow Lantern. It's basically okay. it. So it's Hal Jordan becoming a Green Lantern and Sinestro bringing on the Yellow Lantern Corps. Uh, and that... Well, it's a really good movie. It's simple. It, 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 and I was like, wow. And, and the idea was, I was like, oh, I bet this is like a trial run of like how we're going to see a pretty similar story in, uh, in the movie. And then the movie came, and all scenes on Oa are actually really good. All scenes on Earth are mostly bad. Yeah, it's not great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't think Ryan Reynolds was a bad Hal Jordan, but honestly, I feel like at the time, everyone was pushing for Nathan Fillion. Shocker, the nerd community finds a role and goes, Nathan Fillion must be it, and Nathan Mill Fillion will never be it. <laughs> but that was a big push, but like, he actually eventually did voice Hal Jordan in a couple of the uh, animated movies, so. Fair. Uh, but there's some really good Wonder Woman movies as well that have come out, too. Valid. She's gay in one of them. Oh, yeah, yeah, and then like the newest, the newest one, one where she talks, yeah. yeah. She's buying the comics, but yeah, that yeah. she's like, I'm super and tries to kiss her, and she goes, she like backs up, and he goes, oh, I'm sorry, and she goes, um, I live on an island full of women, figure it out yourself. I and, mean, the, and he's like, I should have guessed. Even in the, the, the movie, when she's on the boat with Chris Pine, and the, the, the going, men are good men for procreation, but for it. pleasure, they are unnecessary. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. So uh, oh, yeah. she's straight up bi. Oh, absolutely. I mean, Bicon Wonder Woman. Yeah. Uh, but there's good stuff on it, and all the those animated movies all are on that. The, the streaming service is worth that for a lot oh, of yeah. those movies right there. So hey, PC streaming service. If you don't have enough streaming services yet, get another one. PC streaming service, please sponsor us. <laughs> that wasn't the intent, but let's go with not that. Not brought to you by streaming. No, streaming. we are not sponsored, but we would love to be. Um, <laughs> Uh, this goes back a little bit on to, on to uh, what I'm watching, but I, I forgot to mention another show that I've been watching. Uh, I, I, it's been a slow watch because I'm watching it an episode week to week with my dad, but I'm watching uh, Star Trek Picard. Okay. I, yeah, I've heard that's good. I've it is it. unbelievably good. Okay, cool. I'll have to check it out. I've been intrigued by it. Uh, before I go into Star Trek, we do have a comment here from I'm the Bassist. says, oh, since we're talking DC, can I offer Aquaman? Fair. Uh, I haven't seen the movie. Um, I've always thought Aquaman kind of lame, so I didn't watch it. Um, I, Jason Momoa is pretty badass. I'll give him that. But I, like, yeah, I just... So, kind of the Aquaman renaissance uh, that happened really over the past 10 years, really, I more than anything. Like, obviously, I, I agree. I feel, I've always kind of felt like Aquaman was kind of lame, especially... Mainly because Aquaman in Super Friends was super dumb. Like, he just, he, he's, he's a com comedic effect, so a lot of people didn't like him uh, going for on uh, yeah. a lot of that. Comics, he's always been at least decent. Like, it's just, you know, but a lot of people can't get the Super Friends out of this yeah. phase. And, 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 but the episodes of the of Justice League on Cartoon Network where they go to Atlantis, Aquaman's cool. And the Atlantis episodes are good. Uh, and But kind of the renaissance started with Injustice. Because the creator of Injustice's favorite superhero right. is Aquaman. And he's like, my goal is I to make like Aquaman I did like the scenes in Atlantis cool. down there with, mm -hmm. when, I, when I played Injustice. And so he made him a lot cooler than I think the people like, oh, Aquaman. And obviously that opened the doors to a lot more right. Aquaman material. Yeah. The movie's fun. 
I didn't watch I, it. I, I asked one of my coworkers if I should watch it. You're going to know exactly who I am based upon what I say next. And I was like, I asked if it was good. And he goes, Amber Heard is hot. And, like, that's all he told me. And I was like, okay, I get that. Which I should have expected that because that's what he does. And, like, I get that. Like, cool, hot girl, that's nice. But, like, is this movie actually worth my time? I would um, like to If you have that. a night to just sit down and watch a movie, it's fun. Okay. It's a lot of movie in the movie. Uh, the thing there, there's so much movie there. Like, they go from Atlantis to a city to the Sahara Desert. Back underwater. Oh, Julia Roberts is a kraken. Oh, <laughs> back to Atlantis. I, I Big Julia giant Roberts. fish battles. I forgot Julia Roberts was in the movie because it's so funny because Mary Poppins came out the same weekend as Aquaman. So Julia Roberts was in she turned a down motion cameo in Mary Poppins. And she was not in Mary Poppins. Yeah. But yeah, Aquaman, it's fun. I think yeah. I would, of the, the, the more recent DC movies, I'd rather watch Shazam or Birds of Prey than Aquaman. Valid. Um, but yeah. it also has a gladiator fight with an octopus playing the drums, so... You know what? I'm intrigued. I'll get you. You are definitely turning me, uh, like turning me towards it more than our coworker did. Yeah. Just cause, like, okay, I'm talking to him about movies sometimes. I'm just like, okay, I get it. Yeah, the females are hot and badass, but there's more to the female character than just Nicole their, Kidman like, is physical. awesome in the movie. Nicole Kidman plays uh, his uh, Aquaman's mother. Okay, oh, cool. His, uh, whatever. What is? What is that? Arthur. Arthur. There we go. I was like, what is it? Is it <laughs> Arthur? Uh, his mother. Uh, she's the queen of Atlantis, and uh, but okay. comes up, falls in love with Django Fett. Oh. It's Tamara Tamara Morrison. Uh, falls in love with Django Fett, uh, and they have a baby, and that is Aquaman. And she is really good. There's some badass fight scenes for her, and uh, she's really good. So okay, let's cool. check it out. It's a fun movie. All right. Oh, I, I'm, I, I'm not gonna write it as any amazing piece of cinema. I have to see if I remember to check it out. <laughs> You know, we'll just put it on the list of Christina movies and be like, every week, well, Christina, did you watch anything that I suggested? And you're like, hmm. Listen, I kind of forget what we talk, like, what movies or TV shows you suggest until you bring them back up. You gotta just write down a list. Like, if you want me to watch something, write it down or text it to me, and then I will get it. So you're to basically it. a goldfish? Yeah. That basically I got the a movie is suggested to you, and you're like, I'm like, ooh, that sounds interesting, and then I forget. Like, I have a list. If I see something online and people are talking about it, I have to write it down or I will forget about God, it. God, I want fan art of Christina as a goldfish now. <laughs> Does it have my hair? <laughs> yeah, it is your face. <laughs> Wait, we have Christina. Did you forget about the Christina? I know we have, yeah, yeah. But yeah like, I, I'll Photoshop me on Twitter. But, like, this is goldfish in, like, a bowl. Like, I maybe I'll be standing over here or standing around it, like... <laughs> Here's some, like, dropping DVDs into the wall. <laughs> okay, so, um, I need to bust up my Photoshop app. Oh, that would be fun. Uh, but anyway, I was, uh, before, uh, we kind of put the, the cap on DC here on that. Okay. But yeah, I'm watching Star Trek Picard. Nice. Uh, and, uh, obviously I had, I watched a lot of Star Trek as a kid. Wow, I mean, If you can look over just right there, there's just VHSs of star, old Star Trek episodes and things like that in there. 10 out of 10. Uh, and uh, at the time that I was getting into Star Trek, Star Trek Deep Six Nine is what was airing uh, uh, live. And I actually ended up watching the final two seasons live, or live-ish. I don't remember if it was actually live. It was late at night, so I, I feel yeah. like it was just whatever channel was playing it. But watched, I, I, you know, it wasn't Star Wars for me, but Star Wars Trek was always, you know, it was right there. It was important to watch and things like that. But I always have loved Next Generation and Deep Space Nine. And so finally sitting down and watching the sequel in Picard, it is one of the best written pieces of television that I have watched 
in a long time. And it does a simple thing. It goes, we know you all are really good actors. We know you are. I mean, you got Sir, you know, Sir Patrick Stewart is fantastic. No, we don't need to write complicated dialogue for you. We know you're good at this. We know that you can give good things. And they don't over-explain things. They let the characters just ex talk. And nice. it works really well. Uh, Alison Pill uh, is, is a doctor in it. Uh, she's Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Okay. Drummer. Oh, Kim! Okay, yes. sweet. Alison Pill. I was like, come on, you know I didn't, I, I didn't yeah. recognize she plays, she plays a scientist in it. And okay, she is cool. really good. Uh, the captain is like, uh, he. I haven't gotten through where it, what his whole backstory, but like, his ship is entirely run by uh, holograms of him. So like, randomly the doctor will pop in and it's him, and you're like, where's <laughs> uh, But he's like, he's really good. And then Picard has this friend who has got on her name's Rafi, okay. uh, and it portrays her. First of all, it's rare that you get in the universe somebody who has struggled with addiction. She is a drug addict, alcohol addiction. So much so that her, like, she, she agrees to hitch the ride on their mission because she wants to be dropped off at a certain place because she wants to see her son. And doesn't say it. And she goes to see her son, and her son's like, no. Oh. Uh, like, and it's like, like, she's waiting for her son, and his son is like waiting for his, his wife to come out, who is expecting, and it's like, my mom's here, but she's leaving. And like, doesn't want anything. And it, you feel for it. You feel for these characters, and they're very real. And what has happened with a lot of the modern Star Trek... I say post Deep Space Nine more than anything, like Enterprise, uh, in TV shows, Enterprise, Discovery, and then the movies, is they always have tried to make them feel larger than life at times. A lot of the movies are like, look at these huge, fantastic characters that we, you know, idolize and things like that. And what this has done better than any Star Trek that I know is it puts them on a very human level. Okay. You know, there's, there's you know... You got badass samurai Romulans, but you also have, you know, Patrick Stewart, old Patrick Stewart trying to do things, and like, he's like, I, I, I'm out of my element. And it's great to see. Uh, I'm about, I think, six episodes in at this point. Okay. I'm watching it week to I'll week. I'll have to check But it yeah, out. especially if you watch Next Generation or especially on it, like, yeah. it, it follows up perfectly. Also, Seven of Nine comes back, and Seven of Nine is the greatest badass ever. Valid. <laughs> but anyway, that was something I was like, oh yeah, I've watched that. I can mention that and watch it. It's good. Okay, uh, yeah, I definitely will. Uh, I mean, unfortunately, on it's on another streaming service, oh, CBS All Access. I have it! <laughs> but, <laughs> I was like, I don't want to pay for another but, one, but I already have it. I know it. you can get that uh, and saw it, and I think you can get the episodes purchased through Amazon, I think, as well. Like, you purchase okay, individual yeah. episodes, I think, through Amazon. But yeah, it's really good. Really, really good. Uh, I know I'm usually the Star Wars guy, but like I do have a Star Trek side and the love of it. So it's fine. I I grew up uh, with Star Trek and Star Wars both, so I love both of them. I actually saw the 2009 New Trek in IMAX theaters. Like um, we went out to go into it was like the first movie. Actually, no, sorry, scratch that. Second, first non-school movie that I saw in an IMAX theater. I saw a shark movie with my oh, school. Yeah, I saw um, tons of, yeah. Tons of Tons of school shit. Okay, so it was the first non-school like movie that I saw in an IMAX theater, and it was so cool to experience Star Trek in IMAX. Like that was. I'm amazing. sure that was pretty awesome. Yeah, that was pretty. Up awesome. until Star Wars: The Last Jedi, which I saw nine times in theaters. 2009 Star Trek hold the, would have held the record for movie I saw the most in theaters. Saw it eight times. All right. A couple of dates too. <laughs> Rare for a movie. <laughs> yeah. uh, to just to go on a fun rabbit trail on Star on 2009 Star Trek. So, 
studios, uh, especially when you had film back in the day, you had to build up film, put it on there to play it through, and they needed you to play it through right. and make sure it worked. Uh, and if there were any issues, you had to go fix it and things like that uh, because, it, you know, film can get messed up really right. easily in 35mm film. Yeah, it, well, it not just burn. You can tape it a piece upside down and one reel is perfectly fine, but the next one's upside down and the sound's not playing to the right place. And it, yeah, it can be easy to mess it up. So you have to run it through. Uh, and so that, you know, you'd have, we'd have big screenings, big screenings where, you know, you come and watch uh, the movies during, uh, you know, before and things like that. And all the uh, staff and the staff, the theater was big, you know, we had 40, 50 people on staff there. So yeah, you know, you've got a good chunk of people in this screening uh, first time. And, uh, the biggest reaction in 2009 Star Trek, while well, the employees were, were all watching this at a midnight type of thing, is when Tyler Perry shows up on the screen. <laughs> when Tyler Perry as the admiral, of, like the, the ruler of Starfleet shows up, the crowd, everyone was just like, what the? Valid. So like, uh, like, I argue 2009 is one of J.J., despite all of its flaws, honestly, if you look at it, it's still one of J.J. Abrams' best put-together oh, films. for sure. Because it's it actually, certainly my favorite it, J.J. film. Yeah, it, well, I, I put it, Mission Impossible 3 is my favorite J.J. Abrams film. I haven't watched any of the Mission Impossibles. I would recommend watching them, they're really good. Okay. But we'll put that on the list. But yeah, so like that, that's one of those. Uh, and I also, for the other fun thing about 2009 Star Trek is Burger King did uh, special commemorative glasses. I have there. a couple of those. I, yeah. have, I still have the Nero and Spock. Or, no, I don't have I have Nero and Okura. I feel like I got the Spock one and gave it for my, to my sister because Spock was always her favorite character. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I did all... Uh, I got tried to go to Burking ever to get those collectible glasses and they were sold out of so many of them. Oh, so yeah. uh, It was hard to get them. But I'm pretty sure I got the Nero and uh, 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 Okura, I think, is what I got. I think we just have the Enterprise one. Because, the, yeah, ours were sold Which goes, too goes really far back because... Taco Bell did search for Spock commemorative glasses, and my my brother I think has the one that my parents had back from the night, you know, eighties. You know, the the special commemorative yeah. glass. I think my brother has that one. But yeah, they, they, that that used to be a huge thing that all like you know fast food places or other places did was commemorative cups with big movies, oh, yeah. which you just don't see that as often. Often, which is sad because commemorative cups are awesome. They really are. Glass cups are cool. I love it whenever the theater gets glasses. Like I was going, oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, we have. So we have so many Ready Player One glasses at my house. We have like four, and I don't know why, because they are literally all the same. Uh, I'm gonna guess your parents visited the bar a lot. Oh, that too. I bought one, and then I think my parents uh, visited the bar a couple times. So yeah, we have four, four of the Ready Player One glasses. Uh, but yeah, those are that's a fun thing that I wish existed more often. Yeah. Uh, because you know, They're commemorative fun. things are fun. Uh, this isn't really my story, but I'm going to go up on a little bit story here. When my dad was in high school, he had a science teacher who he adored um, because if, once a week, instead of doing any actual classwork, they would get like a packet, right? And they had to go and fill out this packet as they did it. And the what they would do is it was a packet on that episode's, or that week's episode of Star Trek. Um, it would like come up the night before, so the next day they'd watch it in class, and they'd fill out a packet, and if his friends didn't want to do their work, they would just copy it with him, because my dad, of course, would go out and fill it out beforehand, like, while, so he would like fill it out, they'd, they'd hand it to him before the episode started, he'd fill it out because he had watched it the night before, and then just rewatch the episode in class. That's fantastic. And, yeah. I wish I had a science teacher that would have done that, that would have been great. That's fantastic. Would have been my favorite class ever. I mean... 
something that the the, the the sequel Star Treks never have gotten, even though I said I love the 2009 Star Trek, like I watched it a ton, uh, never gotten is they failed at the exploration side that the original mm-hmm. had, um, and that a lot of Star Trek had, and they, they went for a lot of the, the flair and the, you know, the cool, ex, you know, explosions and, and things that are like, well, that's not as scientifically, you know, <laughs> that doesn't make as much sense. No. Which is really cool so far with Picard is a lot of the stuff you're like, it still has a lot of the action element to it, but it also has really been like, no, this is, this feels very real. Yeah. Uh, uh, while feeling modern, which, uh, you know, Star Trek hadn't felt modern for a while, you know, uh, even Next Generation, which you look at, you're like, it doesn't feel tremendously modern, even then, uh, uh, but... This has been a fun little Star Trek tangent. Yeah. I like that we went on. Yeah, I do. We haven't talked about Star Trek too often. No, so that's a fun we're tangent. We don't really talk about Star Trek. Uh, we should talk about Star Trek more. We should. I mean, I can I can do episode breakdowns that people want. Like I know way too much. <laughs> There's a lot of random nerd stuff stuck up in this brain that can just come bleh him out. <laughs> um, back when I uh, uh, I did a little YouTube channel back in like 2015 that eventually issues happened with it that I did. It was, it was monetized at the time and it got demonetized and I couldn't fight it and things like that. So it just wasn't worth it. But I did a lot of breakdowns of Star Wars Rebels shows individually. Okay. Uh, and one of them there in one, I think season two is when I were there. There's like this big episode and like I spent like way too long talking about like, it's so similar to Wrath of Khan and this sort of thing and like breaking down the similarities on it. Because uh, it felt like that, so yeah, uh, I can I can blend my uh, my my ideas a lot. Uh, one of the the board games that a lot of times play over that I used to play with my sister and and her husband. Uh, uh, sometimes they have Star Trek Settlers of Catan. Oh, nice! That's pretty fun. I have Star Trek Monopoly and Star Wars Monopoly. I have a lot of versions of Monopoly. I know you do. Yeah, I think we've talked about it before. <laughs> Monopoly. I like Monopoly. It's fun. What did I just buy recently? I just buy. I just bought for my mom's birthday, Princess Bride Monopoly, uh, like a couple months ago. And then my dad got Ninja Turtles Monopoly. We also just got Friends Monopoly at my house. We got a lot of Monopoly. Monopoly, Monopoly, Monopoly. <laughs> we like Monopoly. It's fair. <laughs> it's a fun game. Uh, as long as you're having, you know, it's not leading to angry fights and table flipping. It's fun. We might call each other bitches sometimes. We get more intense with Uno than anything. I mean, and we play Uno a lot. <laughs> you know, you know how much you hate your friends after you play a game of Uno, and somebody you're down to your last one, and they have flipped it around, and they draw four <laughs> you. Or if you're playing the stacking rules, and they draw sixteen you, and you're like, "Oh my friends, I hate every one of you." I once played a game of stacking where someone had to draw twenty-four, and it was fantastic. Oh, yeah. Uh, I felt bad for that. We used kid. to. Uh, he got so mad. Like so, I think he almost did flip the table. Thursday run run throughs of the old uh, the other theater where you know film run throughs where you run through and, yeah. and you're on all that. We Thursday we had there. We'd always have uh, for a while. We had where a lot of us if we weren't working and this is before I actually started working with film. So we were we weren't working and things like that. We'd come in early and we would play Uno before uh, before going in and, yeah. and running through the movie and things like that or watching it. So. Back, back in the day, back in the early to twenty thousands. Oh wow, you're so old. I know. It's a decade ago, Christina. Not that long ago. You were eight. Yeah, I'm not that old though. I'm you're pretty 47. young. Oh shit. <laughs> I'm forty-seven, but a decade ago I was eight. Exactly. Not Try to figure that math out. Figure that math out. <laughs> I said I'm not qualified to 
be a teacher, Christina. <laughs> oh, goodness. Did I get some kind of curse put on me for like uh, aging or something? Did I upset a witch? Maybe that's why I'm watching so many witch shows so that way I can figure out how to undo my curse. <laughs> I'm like, I'm aging two. I'm aging two days for every day. I'm too old. That's a weird Benjamin Button name. Which I like how everyone says like, you know, it's Benjamin Button because that became kind of corporate. But you know, that's really Merlin who aged backwards first. Yeah. Valid. Just had to point that out, you know, Merlin. <laughs> uh, where can they find you, Christina? You can find me at okay or whatever, okay spelled out on twitter.com. You can find Sean. Darshan6311. There's the Star Wars there. <laughs> and uh, you can find our Twitter account at lesbrosgaming. I had to think there for a second because I'm <laughs> good at this. Uh, we will upload this to YouTube as well if the sound works. I am going to get this up on a few other places for just listening purposes. Last week's sound was... Not good. Unbelievably bad. Um, I tried some new things and I failed horribly. So, But we'll try to get this up on a few other places so you can listen to it as a podcast too. Uh, and not have to look at this. <laughs> oh, I thought you were about to say my face, and I was like, how dare you, Sean? No, uh, you have somebody who wants to get in and look at your face. <laughs> oh, that's fair. Your mom. <laughs> oh, valid. <laughs> she only stays in for like a second. She's like, all right, I see enough of that face at home. <laughs> but yeah, we'll be back later in the week um, with uh, some more, looks like we'll probably get some more Let's Go Eevee and some Last of Us, as well as some Sunday podcasting. Uh, keep up with the YouTube channel. There's going to be a lot coming out on the YouTube channel this week. We're going to be having more Life is Strange. Uh, we're going to be having more Final Fantasy VII Remake, Last of Us, Uncharted, as well as I think the final of our Jump Force stream is also going to be put up. So from awesome. that, I think we have, I have one more that I do. It's when we fought. So uh, to put up, so I'll probably put that up as well. We should play uh, that again sometime. That was fun. I liked that. We might. And, you know, if we don't have something to play, we'll just kind of sit down and maybe, maybe one of those other days we do that. But, but yeah, thank you for joining in today. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, we enjoy doing this. And so yeah. thank you guys. And y'all have a uh, wonderful rest of your night and good week. Later. Bye.